0: are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit aarondonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Sadler.
1: Hey, everybody. <laughs>
0: and matt donnelly hi guys <laughs> all right feeling some high energy levels from the guys here today
1: the think gloomy podcast <laughs> if one more thing goes wrong i have, have, ah, i want to do oh. the howard dean scream <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes.
1: sometimes matt, i just were... randomly i randomly play that at my desk i'll just play the <laughs> ah. you know something Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan.
0: And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House.
1: I love how it starts. He goes, now, let me tell you something, Tom Harkin. And Tom Harkin's like whoa 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 don't drag my ass into this he's like hey leave me it's gonna be played forever
0: (laughs) it's it's so funny how that brought down his his entire career did
1: it it bring it down for because to me i'm like i think i want to hear some more of this guy's ideas i like his passion (laughs)
0: Today we are continuing the This Week in... What is it, Nate? Sorry, I don't mean to see your
1: thunder. All right, I'll muster up some energy this week in history. (laughs)
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Do a gloomy version, (laughs) Nate. You know, we could just record that once and keep using it. But...
0: All right, today we're handling August 2nd through August 8th. This week
2: in history.
0: So August second. Well, I had two things
2: that happened in London five years apart. One a little bit more important than the other. The first one was 1870. The Tower Subway opened up, which was the first world's subway. Five years later, though, the first roller skating rink would open in London.
0: Well, of course, the backstory is we'd go to Moose's Roller Arena in Benton, Iowa yeah, every still week. There. Is it still there? Yeah, well, Moose is dead.
1: Well, it's called something else. I'll take a uh, picture yeah. for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Moose ran it uh, with an iron fist and had 10, uh, basically he played 45s uh, for his music, or those little singles, and and he had like 10 of them. So we'd call it Moose's top 10 because he played the same songs every week.
1: Was Money for Nothing by Dire Straits one of the 10? Yes. Okay. So that- Walk uh, yes. of Life by Dire
0: Straits. Oh, was okay. One
1: of them. I'll, that's acceptable too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then once, uh, what's the bond? The big Bon Jovi song, uh, Living on a Prayer. Yeah, that that dominated. That was like numbers one through five once that came out.
1: <laughs> so I was at a roller rink a few years ago, and uh, the thing I noticed is everything is sticky. <laughs> everything, <laughs> the floor. The walls, everything is sticky. It's like it's been sprayed with some substance. And it's a baked, it's almost like it's in a big oven that they
0: put a giant plate of B.O. in. It's baked <laughs> in B.O. It's never coming out.
1: While Bill Hickok uh, was shot in the back of the head and, and they put and killed. I think that's kind of, uh, kind of implied during a game of poker. He reportedly had a pair of aces and eights since then known as the dead man's hand. Speaking of BO baked in, can you imagine? Well, Bill Hickok. (laughs) How often do you think those guys bathed once a week? Maybe like on Sunday.
0: And then you got to sit in like a bucket with a scrub brush and everybody's walking around you
1: and you'd rub yourself up with some lye soap. I bet once a week, like before church, all those guys went to church, rob a train, go to church.
0: The Lincoln head penny was introduced August 2nd, 1909. The initial demand was so high that they were selling them for a quarter. Uh, people were
1: you could buy a grand piano in a house probably for a quarter isn't it at before a certain date they have a certain amount of copper in them or something yep.
0: they were made with 95 percent copper copper so even in 1909 when they came out they cost 2.5 cents to make and it costs 1.8 cents to make one now because oh, of God. the zinc <laughs> so if you cut a penny in half now you'll see it's like it's zinc inside there
1: it's shredded Chinese newspaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they've done studies on the cost of penny and change on the economy, and it's like crazy number, like billions of dollars yes, that it's cost. Yeah.
2: Where is all the
1: change right now? Yeah, what's the deal with that? I I can't figure out where it's going and who wants it. <laughs> I've heard of some grocery stores even putting a thing on their like a surcharge cuz they don't have change. Somebody oh, somewhere has one of those plastic Pepsi bottle piggy bank things that's just absolutely gigantic, <laughs> it's like the size of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's just full of change right now.
2: August 3rd. August 3rd is the, is national grab some nuts day. Um, (laughs) Whoa. Don't know the origin of it or why. It must be a powerful nut lobby.
0: I remember, I saw a graphic. I'm going to pull it up here. There was a graphic in 2016 on election day where one of the candidates, D's nuts. It was Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump and D's nuts. And it was in, North Carolina. It was Brady Olson, age 15, a high school student. He registered under the pseudonym D's nuts and filed to run for president on July 26 2015. He got 9% of the vote in, in North Carolina.
1: Yeah. If he actually becomes president, do they have an inaugural balls?
2: <laughs> you got to cue the, 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 the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, There's got to be at least one per episode. I got a quote him <laughs> right here.
0: Columbus set sail. Yep. August 3rd, uh, 1492.
1: Uh, what did he discover?
0: <laughs> <clears throat> right. Didn't discover anything. So, what do you guys think about Columbus Day?
1: Hmm.
0: Um, I'm okay without it. Yeah, yeah. I got
2: rid of it. Aren't they doing like Indigenous Peoples Day instead?
0: Yeah. I think see? that would be good. That's a good or- idea we might get to this later, but basically making uh, election day a national holiday. Oh, trading be, it. Yeah. Or something like that would be a good idea. I think, ha, um,
1: have, have I told you guys yet that they want to rename Columbus, Ohio, Fietti Ohio. I like <laughs> Guy Fietti as much as the next guy. I, I think he's a cool dude, but it would definitely so be flavor town. <laughs> there's this whole thing that, People
0: sometimes say, Is when I was a kid, we had it and it was just fine. Now you got to rewrite everything. You hear it from a lot of people. We don't need to change everything.
1: I don't think we should rewrite history. I think you should just tell all of history you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, yeah. honestly, to me, it's like the, it's not the same, but the MLB Hall of Fame, why not put Pete Rose in? Mm-hmm. Cause he was, cause he gambled. I mean, okay. put up a plaque telling what he did and put up a plaque next to it, explaining that he gambled on baseball while he was a manager and, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. So you guys, like, I, I researched a little bit into what, you know, why people hate Columbus so much. He, initiated the transatlantic slave trade. He tortured and murdered many thousands of native people. He would cut their ears, ears and noses off if he didn't bring them enough gold. And there's a book called Lies my teacher told me and that it says that um this is terrible, but he says the Indian Native American bodies were sold as dog food. Uh they're basically torture people. They would have used native girls as young as 9 or 10 as sex slaves. I mean there's mass genocide, so before everyone just says, "Hey, it's okay. Let's" Just keep everything. Just do a little research on who this guy was. I got Lenny Bruce. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. August third, nineteen sixty-six. Um, I like the. Here's a quote from him. It says, "The only honest art form is laughter comedy." You can't fake it. Try to fake three laughs in an hour. Ha ha ha. They'll take you away, man. You can't. I, I, that's one thing I really believe in is that, is that comedy is such a pure form of art because you cannot fake being
1: funny. I put him in the same realm as, you know, you mentioned George Carlin before, but another person who's important for free speech. The famous UFO sighting. I don't know if you guys can picture in your head. There's one of the famous UFO pictures kind of looks like a pie tin. Mm-hmm. If you can picture a pie tin. Highway inspector Rex Heflin takes four Polaroids of a flying object, what he claims to be about 30 feet in diameter. And
0: roadside pie store owner. (laughs) (laughs) August... Fourth, lizzie borden murders mm-hmm. you guys know much about that it was 1892 it's a big one of the big first sort of national obsessions with the true crime case because her father and stepmother are axed to death in their home and there's a lot of shady uh, details and she was there at the time and she was eventually acquitted no one was ever charged and the, the murders themselves are like horrific like the guy's face is you can't it doesn't there's not even a face there. That's how bad. That's how many times and how aggressive the axing was.
1: She hit him forty times with an axe. Well, Whoa. that was
0: the song. I think it was more like eleven to twenty. No, it I says
1: in the thing I'm reading. It says, "Borden took an axe and gave the mother forty whacks."
0: That's a. I think that oh, was that's, the that's a song.
1: song. Okay.
0: Yeah, a catchy tune. <laughs> <laughs> hum a few bars. <laughs> <laughs> Borden gave a yaks <laughs> Why do they always sing like that Why sing with the nasally
1: Everybody do the Michigan <laughs> rag. <laughs> That's how every song was. So why, it. Isn't it? why isn't it? not it? Just change the Everybody, word. Just say it normally. Everybody do. Why, why does it have to be ah? Coming up on our next song, we got another song where people are singing the same way. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought Matt was going to steal my thunder on this story. I've been holding Oh, I know what you are going to say. World's longest ahead, hot dog. 2006, a hot dog measuring 197 feet in a bun was made by the Shizoka meat producers of Shizoka Japan. Wow. Did they and eat yet- this hot dog? Cuz there's like ketchup and mustard on it.
0: Right now it's sitting on a giant roller and just still <laughs> been there at some gas station. Mississippi Burning happened August, August 4th. I, have you guys ever seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's going to tie into this later um, because of the Voter Rights Act. Anyway, it was August 6th. Later, but these guys were working to register African Americans to vote mm-hmm. when this whole thing went down. So the whole thing about voter registration is, when you look in the history of it, it really is it really is fascinating as it goes down in history. Like the from the beginning, it was white men who owned property, and then it was white men, and then it was uh, white men and women, and then there were like Jim Crow laws to prevent African Americans from voting up until the figure I saw was 1960 in Mississippi, only one percent. Of African American males who are registered to vote because of the suppression. Of course, the latest thing that you know Trump and everybody's talking about is the, the fear of corruption over mail-in voting.
1: I don't. I don't uh, like mail-in voting. I just. Uh, we have it
0: here in Oregon, and it it works fine. It
1: seems easy to manipulate. But
0: I, I, isn't there studies though that show that it's not manipulated?
1: I mean, I, I think I'm, a, I, I'm not thinking crazy. it ever even has been. I'm just saying yeah. it seems like it's it could easily be manipulated. You know what I mean?
0: And there's another thing that sounds good on maybe the front of it, which is ID requirements for voting. But when you look at what will happen, ultimately happen, it will suppress votes because of the percentage of you know poor people, minorities, elderly that do not have an ID um, is as high as 11%. What you really want to do is just get as many people to vote as possible and if there's something that's going to suppress that you have to look at the history of voter suppression and factor that in I think. The argument for an ID is that anyone can go in and say they're this person and then vote. So there was a study done on that by NYU School of Law that said that the chances of someone walking in and voting as someone else are as likely is getting killed by lightning strike so why do we require why why would there be a law if something is non-existent um and when the consequences of it would disenfranchise
1: i guess my argument would be if you want to go buy a pack of cigarettes you have to show your id if you want to go buy alcohol you have to show your id like to me, there are just some things where you should have to show your ID. And I did not know those numbers were so high. Like you were saying, I want every legal U.S. citizen to be able to vote. So yeah. we need to find a way to make that happen. August 4th, 1693, champagne was invented by Ooh. Dom Perignon. And what does that remind you of, Nate? It, I, this made me laugh because it just made me think of you working in Osco drug. <laughs> and that lone bottle of champagne like everything know. else in the store is under ten dollars it was always there it was a stalwart yeah. of the store did it ever sell when you worked there or no no when
0: i was there it's probably well it's not still there anymore because i don't have the store but when the flood happened i would have loved to just run in and grab that bottle and take yeah. off okay august 5th i had a death of marilyn monroe yeah there's a lot of conspiracy over that. And I, I don't know, Matt, we've told, we've told the story of dad stealing a brick from Marilyn Monroe's house yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Our first, he went and was going to just pick some leaves. And then he got back to the car and he had these leaves. I was like, I don't want these leaves. And then he went back and he got a big stick from her yard he's like, oh, I don't want this big stick in my car. So then he goes, I was walking by and I noticed that there was a loose brick. So I kind of nudged it with my finger and then he took it.
1: He's like, I don't want this brick. And then he's like unhinging the door. <laughs> I don't want this door. But then during his divorce with his wife, he was like, she
0: took the brick. I know it. I can't find the brick. That was a bigger conspiracy than the death of Marilyn Monroe. Elephant man. Joseph Merrick was born, 1862. That was kind of a scary movie when I was a kid. We used to always watch The Elephant Man. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, I know. Why do we watch The Elephant Man so much? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the usual childhood programming. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It was on a strong rotation with uh, Fiddler on the Roof, in my (laughs) memory
2: yeah yeah, me too. yeah
0: but you know, obviously, it's very sad. His mom got knocked over by an elephant when she was pregnant, and that belief that pregnant women could have lasting physical effects on their unborn children, the emotional experiences of pregnant women, uh, that was common at the time. and that's what he believed. It was because of this elephant that scared his mom and then that mess that caused issues with him. So that's sad.
2: eighteen sixty one the u s Army abolishes flogging. I'm not sure what flogging is. Do you guys know that? Is that with it's the a,
1: other whips? like whipping, but it's a different type of device. It's still a blogging.
2: Blogging, yes.
1: <laughs> Keep writing about your cat.
2: No, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to write anymore. And you must post videos. Go.
1: <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of the band Toto. Everybody knows I'm a yacht rocker. Toto drummer, one of the... On Mount Rushmore of drummers, Jeff Percaro died, and he died in a strange way. He had an allergic reaction to some pesticides after spraying his yard. Great, great drummer, could drum in many styles. One okay, gardener. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible gardener. August sixth. I have
0: the birth of Lucille Ball 1911 and the reason why so we're sitting next to Ben in church and I don't know 8th grade or whatever and he got a brand new Bible and you don't have to be opening at the beginning of Bibles you used to like write in births, deaths whatever marriages he only had one entry and it was Lucille Ball August <I'll get> 6th <six. laughs> and I was like why did you write Lucille Ball because it had just been her birthday on the news when he got his Bible so that was his one entry Death of Rick James, oh, uh, yeah. Super Freak. He was sentenced to five and a half years in prison. Was he? Did he hit somebody with a crack pipe? Is that the story? Burned.
1: I think he burned a girlfriend or something with a crack pipe. It was pretty, yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh man. Well, uh-huh.
2: rest in peace.
1: <laughs> <Four> <laughs> my my favorite Rick James thing is that. Uh, have you ever seen uh, the Eddie Murphy video for "I Want to Party All the Time"? Like, yeah. girl wants to party. Yeah. That song. So, Rick James wrote and produced that song. And I just love the video because you probably see more of Rick James in the video than Eddie Murphy. And when the video starts, uh, I don't know why this stuck with me, but Rick James goes, Eddie, Eddie, put your phones on. Like, he's too cool to even say headphones.
2: Okay, put your phones on now.
1: Michael wants to fire. Buy-
2: 1991, the World Wide Web becomes uh, publicly available for for the first time on the internet. When did you guys get on it? I, I got on it in 1994. We
0: anyway. were at Bruce's house, Nate, when you were living there, and you had it. I think it was like a quarter a minute or something. It was something crazy. There was chat rooms.
1: Yep, that's what that I In 95, I remember our friend on the hall, would, we'd be in his room, and he'd always be chatting with somebody, and I'm like, I always thought it was the biggest waste of time, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. he did with yeah. 23 hours of his day.
2: Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day.
1: The birthday, uh, August 6, 1928, of Andy Warhol What do you guys think of him? Do you think he's properly rated or overrated? I think he's way over one of the most overrated people ever. I don't like his art or appreciate it, even though I took art appreciation.
0: There was a documentary on Amazon I watched last week, I think it was called the price of everything. And it was about the modern art values how they've skyrocketed and and are basically insane you know 20 30 million you know even like unknown people get like you know five hundred thousand. and and you see the pieces and it's we've covered this before you know with modern art but why is it worth that much my why it feels like an artificial market that's been created for rich people to have investments in rather than for the art is beside the point it, that's what it feels like from an outsider. I like modern art. I like looking at it, thinking about it, but this guy in the in the documentary, he had like a pair of clown shoes hanging from something and he's like, "Yeah, I paid 6 million for the clown uh, shoes." I
1: hate <laughs> Oh, see, I hate modern art. I hate it. I think it's stupid and pointless. I don't get it. It's like well, I, the Simpsons episode where Homer becomes famous and he because of his uh art piece called Failed Birdhouse, which is just a failed birdhouse. <laughs> It's a lot of people saying
0: it's everything and it's nothing at the yeah. same time.
1: It's a lot of staring mm-hmm. at something for a long
0: time. What about, Nate, would you agree to uh, allowing this kind of art if at first they, they had to prove that they could actually draw like really well? like, oh, say, like a
1: pretest.
0: Oh. Yeah, like you had to draw a real human face like it was with good accuracy like and you then have, you uh, can do the conscious.
1: You uh, took the art school test where you had to draw a turtle yeah. or a pirate.
2: 1675. The Russian Tsar Alexis bans all those who are not in the nobility from sporting foreign hairstyles. It's good. I'm I'm good
0: with that. Okay. Um, (laughs) There's a guy sitting there with Kim Jong Il on their ill's (laughs) hairstyle.
1: I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll
0: be right back. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> was there someone that monitored? See, this is the part I love. Was there a problem? Was there Was there a problem? Like, what started this? And was there a guy whose specific job it was to monitor people's haircuts and to enforce this law? <laughs> All the members of a uh, flock of seagulls' heads are on spikes <laughs> outside the city wall. And I ride like I'm
0: so far away. August seventh. I have alfalfa. I've mentioned the little rascals more than once for some reason in this podcast, but alfalfa uh, was born in 1927, but he also died an interesting death, like uh, Froggy did. Alfalfa was shot to death. After attacking a man with a knife during an argument over $50 over a dog. And so that's how uh, it ended for alfalfa.
2: Yeah, I guess people really have been killed for less. The guy in the line at Comcast told me. (laughs) Because I heard people were complaining about the line. He's like, yep, people have been killed for less. 1820, potatoes were
0: first planted in Hawaii. It feels like Hawaii just started tracking everything time one new thing happened. Doesn't it? Like That's a pretty small thing. To plant a potato the first time. We can pop even,
1: out some firsts that have not happened in Hawaii. And yeah. just go to Hawaii and do every single one of those damn things. <laughs> Maybe it was, they
0: had a big uh, market for like those commemorative plates over there around the time. I, Roy I, Sullivan, August seventh, got struck by lightning for the fifth time out of his record-breaking seven times. I get a lot of do. See,
1: Aaron, I saw that and I was going to research what that guy did. Like park ranger. Oh, uh, I like,
0: think he was like a giant metal pole holder. <laughs>
1: He had to have some I, side effects from that. He was asking lightning for strikes. it. He was asking yeah. for it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing
0: lightning strike victim blaming. Park yeah. Ranger.
1: Park Ranger? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, Do you know anybody that's been storming storming storming? He's going to take cover <laughs> after about
2: number four. <laughs> hey, there wasn't a sixth one, was there?
1: See? He learned his yeah. lesson. No, there was. There were seven, Matt. He got seven <laughs> times total. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> Wikipedia says he was avoided by people later in life because of their fear of getting hit by lightning.
1: <laughs> this guy belongs in your uh, from crazy to Guinness thing that you mentioned. I want to know more about he, this fella. Here's a, here's a quote. He once recalled, for instance, I was walking with the chief
0: ranger one day when lightning struck way off in the distance. The chief said, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 1888, the revolving door was patented by Theophilus Van Cannell. I hate revolving doors. It's the biggest waste of why. Why are there revolving doors? Is it because it's so slow? Is it's, that what you hate about it? Uh, they they give me anxiety.
0: Especially if you get someone to, to get in the thing with yeah, you. you.
1: You don't know how to time it because you're usually it's, with people and you're like, yep. no, wait, you go to that one. And I'm like, oh, this it's is yep. a lot of thought for going in a door. <laughs> It doesn't seem
2: like it's faster, much faster. Than, uh, well, uh, I don't holding like, a door
0: open. I, I got the story here of the last lightning strike. This is worth reading. Um, June 25th, 1977. Sullivan is struck while fishing in a freshwater pool. The lightning hit the top of his head, set his hair on fire, traveled down and burned his chest and stomach. Sullivan turned to his car when something unexpected occurred. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal trout from his fishing line. (laughs) Sullivan had the strength and courage to strike the bear with a tree branch. He claimed that this was the 22nd time he hit a bear with a stick in his lifetime. And then a bunch of bees came at him in the shape of an arrow and he had to jump into the river. (laughs) Okay, August 8th, Hank Williams Jr. falls from the mountain (laughs) You see that one, Nate? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, falls 442 feet in Montana. Reconstructive surgery to his face. I just remember this was a big story in our family. It seemed to be talked about a lot, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, why Hank Williams Jr. wore a beard, and if you ever saw him without a beard, oh man, it you wouldn't. He's almost unrecognizable. It, you know, it was just talked about a lot in my early childhood. I feel the fall.
1: They told tales of the, of the fall. <laughs> So is Hank Williams Jr. Is that Bocephus? Is that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Bocephus? I
1: don't know, but it's fun to say. Oh, he was named after a,
0: it's a Grand old Opry comedian's ventriloquist dummy. Bocephus. Hmm, huh. um, his father named him Bocephus. Um,
2: his father named him
0: Bo-Cephas. that is extremely uncool
1: <laughs> part of the story that I read that made me laugh was it said he had to relearn to talk and sing how crappy was his singing before well then he was like a ventral it
0: came true yeah. I wonder
1: if he got to Bocephus
0: afterwards that's <laughs> the history of Bocephus <laughs> that'd be pretty cruel <laughs> on his father's part he walks in he's all in the body cast what's up Bocephus Nixon announces his resignation on August 8th, 1974 to avoid being removed. Essentially, he was probably going to get impeached by the Senate and the House. So had he already been impeached or is he just avoiding it? I think he was just he was avoiding, avoiding
2: it. it. They drafted they drafted the articles, um, but they hadn't been voted on yet because uh, Clinton was impeached but not removed. Um, Johnson was impeached, impeached but not removed. Trump was impeached but knew, but Nixon was
1: never impeached. So. Who, jo- right. who you said Johnson was? Oh, Andrew Andrew Johnson. Oh, okay. What was he? Ole something? He had to be Ol' something. <laughs> Every president between 1800 and 1900 had a nickname of Ole something. Or <laughs> impeachy. <laughs> Ol' impeachy. impeachy. August 8th, 1963, the great train robbery. Not any train robbery. Uh, masked bandits rob a british postal train of uh 2.6 million pounds in buckinghamshire england this was britain's largest robbery up to that time the gang was eventually apprehended uh much of the money was never recovered though in 1988 the film buster which i think we've mentioned before uh, Mm. starring phil collins was based on the one of the robberies so
0: did he try to have an acting career did he act in anything else Uh, he was on
1: miami vice like four times which is really? going to be featured prominently in next month's music countdown on Facebook. So just, a t- <laughs> really? I've, I haven't got a comment on my countdown in like two weeks. I think uh, I was down to like you and Jenny and uh, Matt Horak. And now it's just nobody, <laughs> no one. I have not had a single comment or like in over two weeks.
0: I'm sorry, Nate. W- what is the countdown this month? This is, uh, it's not your fault. I'm just, I'm not really been on Facebook.
1: <laughs> We're at the last day of the month and you're, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's called Yacht Rock Summer but it's it's oh. it's not just your uh real easy to find yacht rock songs like Kenny Loggins, Michael McDonald, <laughs> Steely Dan. This is like deep cuts, like dudes nobody's heard of. It's gone over really well. So <laughs> glad I waste about 20 minutes a night working on it. Is <laughs> so your mom's not even no, participating? No one. And this is oh, sweet man. spot. This that's is your-, your Seals and Crofts, your yeah, that's your sweet spot. Nope, nothing. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it pushes me on even more. We we forge ahead. Because I'm not on yeah. Facebook. Can you see how many people view it, if anybody's viewed it? Oh, got it. Well, I mean, people see it. They just scroll by they as quickly sell. as possible because they probably <laughs> get scared. <laughs> Uh, there should be like a speed of scroll by (laughs) oh man you should
0: bury some stuff way down in the uh, post oh i did one
1: time i started writing about this ad for a snowblower that i saw and i was trying to get people's (laughs) input whether they thought i should buy it like if it was a good deal on the snowblower i saw and no i mean i wrote probably two paragraphs on the snowblower (laughs) It was back in like February. Nobody, I mean, nobody read it. Cause somebody, if they read that would have been like, what are, you? but I, yeah. I just went from my usual thing into, Hey, I saw this great deal on a snowblower last night. And I just want to know what you guys think of it. <laughs> so I was given details about the blade on it and, you know, hours of use and, you know, specs on the snowblower and nope, nobody read the thing. So...
2: Thank you for listening to the Think Funny podcast. For Aaron Donnelly and Matt, Nate Sadler, this is Matt Donnelly. Please check us out on Twitter at ThinkFunnyPodC1. Ah!
0: Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out erindonley.com for today's show notes and much more.